The Canola Council of Canada is recommending to cut canola later for higher yields. We get the details from agronomy specialist Sean Sanko. We want to be with the canola crop at uh, a minimum of 60% seed color change. Um, and that'll guarantee us the, um, you know, the best chance at the highest yield. Um, we've seen from uh, some of our surveys in the past here that over half the producers are cutting their crop um, before this timing. So, um, you know, in the past we've done work, we've seen from 30 to 40% compared to 60 to 70%, um, you know, over 10% um, yield gain by waiting for that, that seed color change. So that uh, it can make a big difference in your yield. You know, is there a reason why farmers maybe get out there a little bit too early? Or A lot of it is um, just, you know, harvest timing. It's a busy time of year. Um, you know, you want to get everything going and, and moving as fast as you can. But, um, you know, it's when you realize there's a trade-off and, uh, you know, a yield loss for, for moving, getting in there early. Uh, other reasons could be, you know, uh, something like frost coming in. There are times when it may be necessary to, to get in there and, and swath it a bit early if, um, you know, we see uh, adverse weather conditions coming. Now talk about, um, you know, what do farmers look for to, to get to that, uh, that right timing there? As a 60% seed color change, um, if you you go in and, and you want to be, you know, if the field's variable, you want to be looking for some of the um, uh, latest maturing to make sure you're you're getting getting all that yield. So look for that spot um, and check multiple spots. But when you do it, you pull the plant, you pull a pod from the bottom, a pod from the middle, and a pod from the top. The bottom pod should be um, all seed color changed, brown, black seed. Uh, the middle as well, maybe a bit of green speckling yet. And in the top, the key is to make sure that all those seeds, they may be greener, but um, that they roll hard between your um, fingers and don't squash. Because if it, if it squash it, those would be the ones that dry down. Now, is there a difference between, um, you know, pod chatter and um, non-pod chatter um, trade canola? Yeah, it, it does make swath timing um, decisions easier. So, you know, like I mentioned, if you've got a variable field, um, you know, if you've got something that's uh, more resistant to pod shattering, um, it, you know, you can wait longer um, for those uh, greener areas to mature without having to worry about your um, areas that may be a little bit more riper uh, shelling out on you. All right. And um, I guess this would apply only to uh, to swathing and, and not to straight cutting? Yeah. yeah. The, the, the 6% color change for sure, yeah. And the straight cutting, you're waiting more for the, um, the plant to dry down and for seeds to be, you know, in that uh, proper moisture to, to harvest. I guess any advice there on, you know, which, which method is, is preferred, you know, swathing versus straight cutting, or it's just, I guess, up to, up to the farmer? It's up to the farmer. I mean, um, you know, we've seen a lot of producers switch to straight cutting. Um, there are still some producers swathing, and then there's some that use a, a mix of it. It's just kind of what works best in their operation for, for their timing. Talk a little bit about um, uneven fields, you know, just making sure the, uh, the, uh, the canola field is, you know, kind of at the same stage, or, or what's important there? Yeah, so in an uneven field, um, you know, you want to, it, it takes more time, but you you got to look around and, you know, find, you know, know your areas, know where there's a greener areas. Um, you know, a lot of times those greener areas may be the lower areas, a little higher moisture, and um, probably some of your, your, your better yielding spots. So just making sure that you're not, um, you know, swathing a field based on, um, you know, one or two areas that might be more mature and, and uh, giving up a lot of yield in those, those greener areas. That was Sean Sanko, an agronomy specialist with the Canola Council of Canada. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. 
I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.